Hi, my name is Jonathan. I am one of the pastors here at Heights, and we're so glad that you found us online. You know, at Heights, it is our desire to love and lead all people to a new life with Christ. And one of the ways that we strive to do that is by posting weekly content at all of the places, on Facebook and on YouTube, on Instagram. We even have our own website where we're constantly posting things as well. If you're checking us out for the first time, you can go to heightschurch.org connect and let us know that you found us. And once again, we're so glad that you're here. And open up a Bible or an app on your phone to Psalm 67. So Psalm 67 is where we're going to be this morning. We are uh, in week two of a three-week series called Multiply uh, the Mission. And then what's going to happen after we are done with that next week is December 12th is uh, Kyle from our uh, mission board is going to be preaching and and sharing with you guys. And many of you uh, know their sweet family, and that's going to be fun. And then December 19th, we'll start our our Christmas series, and that will lead us right into Christmas as we're going to be talking a lot this Christmas season about God among us. Who's this God who came to us? And so I'm going to invite you to each one of those services, maybe invite someone along uh, with you. So Psalm 67 is where we're going to be this morning. If you have the ability and you're able, let's Stand again together as we read the Word of God uh, together this morning, and we do this to honor the reading of the Word. The psalmist in Psalm 67 writes, May God be gracious to us and bless us, and make His face shine upon us, that Your way may be known on earth, Your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise You, O God, let all the peoples praise You. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy, verse 4 says, for you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon the earth. Says in verse 5, let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, shall bless us. God shall bless us and let all of the ends of the earth fear him. Let's pray together. Father, we have come in together today to honor you and to worship you. And Father, I just pray as we have sung songs about you and to you and for the edification of one another, uh, that Lord, as we open up your word, that to now the Holy Spirit will speak to us, speak to us collectively, speak to us individually as as people, uh, that we may know how to worship you, Father, how to follow you. And so Lord, we pray this morning that, that you will bless us Bless our time so that, Father, we may extend that blessing out to others, we pray in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You know, the the company Coke, Coca-Cola, in 2018, during the Super Bowl, uh, Coke launched a new campaign ad. And essentially what Coke said in that campaign ad was this, there is a Coke for everyone. And so they said, as a company, we believe there is a Coke for everyone. Now, we know Dr. Pepper's superior, and we don't have to get into all that. But Coke said, we believe there's a Coke for everyone. Whether it's regular Coke, Diet Coke, Coke Zero, Cherry Coke, Cherry Vanilla Coke, that really weird orange thing they did on the label, right? They just said, hey, we believe there's a Coke for everyone. And our mission is to get a can of Coke in the hands of every person on the planet. Well, stop and think about that. This is a soft drink company saying, by conviction, we believe there's a Coke for everyone, and what we want to do is get a can of Coke in the hands of every person on the planet. 
Let me ask you this. As a Christian, when it comes to extending and multiplying out the gospel, do you have a bigger dream for what God can do through you than a soft drink company does? Is Coke out dreaming you when it comes to your life and what you can do for Jesus? Psalm 67 is a song of praise. It's a song where the psalmist is saying, Lord, bless us. But it also has a great mission undertone to the song. You notice in verse 3 and verse 5, he says the same thing twice. He says, let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. In verse 4, the desire of the psalmist is to say, God, we want to see the nations be glad in you and sing for joy. Here's what the psalm is going to teach you today. It's going to teach you that God blesses us so that we may bless others in order for them to be happy in God. All right, so, so here it is. Some of you are writing that down, so I'll say it again so you can get it. God blesses us so we may bless others so they may be happy in God, that they worship God. So what you're going to see is that God will bless us so we may bless others, so they may be happy in God. Now let's look at who this God is that blesses us. Verse 1, we see he is a God a blessing. The psalmist opens, he say, may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us. So the God you worship is a God of blessing. But notice also, he is a God who saves. Verse 2, that your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. This is a God that saves. You know, right now, when you think about the message of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, that's what it is. We have a message to proclaim of good news. We have a message to proclaim of victory. We have a message of blessing. We can say, here is a God who wants to save you from the power and the presence and the penalty of sin in your life. This is a God who loves you and shows you grace. And in a culture, in a world right now that is constantly fighting against itself and everybody's taking sides on this issue and this issue and there's so much ugliness out there on social media and workplace and in homes, this is our time to stand up as believers and say we don't have to fight. We have a message of celebration. We have good news in a world that desperately needs it. This God is a saving God. He's also a God of justice, though. He's a God that blesses. He's a saving God, verse 2. But notice verse 4. He's a God of justice. He says, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon the earth. He is a, a God of justice. He judges people fairly. So that means this, in a world of imperfect justice, God is the God of perfect justice. So the person that has wronged you and gotten away with it, they only got away with it for a moment. They won't get away with it forever. That God settles all accounts. That God is the God that we don't have to settle all those accounts with people. We let God do that. God is the one who settles all accounts perfectly. But you and I need to remember something. That every person on this planet will stand before him one day. And you will either meet him as your savior or you will meet him as your judge. That's why we say be saved. 
Turn from your sin. Trust Christ. Let Jesus, who God sent into this world, who he poured out his wrath upon him to satisfy his justice on your behalf, come to this man named Jesus who died for you and took your sin upon himself. This is the one who redeems you. And you don't meet God as God anymore because there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so turn to Christ, trust him. That's our message of salvation. This is who the God is that we're asking us to bless. But notice why. The question we need to ask is this, why, why, why ask God to bless you? Why ask in your prayers, Lord, bless me for this. Lord, heal my body. Lord, provide this job. Lord, I, I need this to happen with my car. I need it repaired. Lord, why pray those prayers that you pray asking God to intercede on your behalf and to bless you? Did you notice the prayer, though, is, is fine to ask? Verse 1, again, may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us, right? That's perfectly okay to pray. Like, we're not going to be people that say, hey, God, we, we don't want you to bless us, right? I mean, like, it's, it's okay to pray for the blessing of God. But why? Why pray for that blessing? Because you notice in verse 1, he says, Lord, we're asking that you would make your face shine upon us. Or, or your translation may say, Lord, we're, we're asking that your face turn toward us. We're asking you to look upon us and bless us. I don't know about you growing up, but my father, when I would get into trouble, had a look. Anybody else parent have a look, whether it's your parent, you know, your mom or your dad? Some of you are nodding. You're like, mm-hmm, yep. And, and this may come as a surprise to many of you. Like, I like to run my mouth a lot when I was a kid, okay? And I talked a lot. I can be very sarcastic. Um, and there wasn't a lot of things that I got in trouble for growing up that I did with my hands. There's a lot of things I got in trouble with, with what I said with my mouth, right? And so my dad often would just give me a look when I got in trouble. Now, I don't know about you, again, growing up, or maybe you as a parent right now, that look had various degrees to it, Yeah, A quick look, and I thought, I can keep going. Got a little time with this. I was level one. Level two, uh-oh, it's getting a little serious. Maybe I should stop. And maybe I should stop saying what I'm saying. But having the sin nature within me, I kept going. We hit level three. All alarms within me, in my mind, in my soul, in my body, in my heart, when I saw level three look said, run. It's time to get out of here, which that was another thing you didn't do. You didn't run from dad, right? So that was a whole nother. That was like level four. Like, I mean, we're at DEFCON whatever, you know. That's not the look that God gives us in verse one. The look we're asking God to say is, Lord, bless us. Look favorably upon us. This situation I have in my life, Lord, I'm asking for you to bless it, but why? Because you notice in verse one also, there, there's, a, there's a word written at the end of verse one, and there's a word written at the end of verse four, and it, it's, it's the word called Selah. And, and when you see this in the Psalms, it means to pause, to stop, to reflect. And so the psalmist at the end of verse one saying, Lord, look upon us, bless us, make your face shine upon us, stop. Reflect on that. Why would he do that? 
Why would God bless you and answer that prayer request you're praying? Verse 2 gives us the answer. So that your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. God blesses you, not just for you. God blesses you, God blesses me, God blesses us as his people so that we then extend the blessing out so people will be glad in God. Now this pattern you see of that is all through scripture. And let me just give you three Old Testament examples, but you can find it in the Old and the New Testament where God blesses us for a purpose. Genesis chapter 12 and verses one through three says this, Now, Lord said to Abram, go from your country, your kindred, and your father's house to the land I will show you. I will make you a great nation. Now, pay attention to this part. I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless you. uh, I will bless those who bless you. And to him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Isaiah chapter 49 verse 6 talking to the nation of Israel. God says, I will make you as a light for the nations that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. So Israel, I will bless you so you extend that blessing out to people. Malachi 3 uh, verse 10 says, bring the full tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. And thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open up the windows of heaven for you and pour down out for you a blessing until there is no more need. What you see in Malachi 3 and verse 10 is this principle of tithing, of giving, of bringing the gifts to God's house so they're distributed out. There was a room in the temple called the storehouse. And that's where the the gifts and the offerings were stored up so they were then distributed to the poor and the people who needed help within the community. Because remember, that's a time and a culture. There's no government help. There's no social security. There's no disability insurance. There's no food stamps. There's no welfare. So people who needed help, who were the people that helped them? Well, it was God's people. Well, how did God's people do ministry? It was through giving. And so Malachi 3.10, we see this principle. When you give, you don't outgive God. That as you give, God blesses. So you may continue to extend that blessing out to others so that people are happy in God. So think about it. You're giving this way. When you give, you don't give to a church budget. You give to the work of ministry. You give so that ministry happens And more and more people come to know Christ as their Savior. That's why we give. That's why we ask for God's blessing in our lives. Are we asking for God's blessing materially? Are we asking for God's blessing spiritually? Yes, because we see verse 2, the spiritual blessing we ask for. That, Lord, we may know your saving power. We ask for material blessing. Verse 6, the earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, shall bless us. So we're asking, Lord, take care of these things in our lives. Lord, the car's broken. We need help. I need the job. I'm not feeling well. I need to be healed. Why? So that we may be blessed in order to bless so others may be happy in God. 
So how do we, so how do we kind of do that on a, a practical, everyday level as a believer in Jesus Christ? Well, first, let me encourage you to be a, a praying person. Like the way you extend out these blessings and multiply out the mission God's called you to is, is to be a praying person. All right, there's a couple of ways that you can do this just very, very practically. Uh, first, if you've got an iPhone, you've got an Android, uh, go to your app store, go to your Google Play store, and download this app. It's called Pray ASAP. And then when you type that into your Google Play store or your app store, you're going to see that. Uh, Kyle from our, our International Mission Board developed that app with his team, and that's to pray for South Asians. And then what you're going to do on that app, every day when you open it up, there's going to be a new way you can pray uh, for South Asians. Pray for missionaries. They'll give you a little update about what's happening on the field. It's an incredible, incredible resource. So this is one way that you can be a praying person to say, Lord, we want to see the nations blessed. We want to see people come to know Jesus as their Savior. So pray ASAP. You also see a prayer guide that's out there in front of you this morning. So you can just uh, right there in front of you or one's right around you, reach up right now and take that. Take this home with you today. Uh, this is our international mission board. And through the month of December, we take an offering uh, that goes to international missionaries through our mission board. And so you can take this prayer guide home. It's not dated, so you can pray each day. You can pray the whole month through it. You can pray more than once through it. But it's going to give you updates on what's happening on the field, ways you can pray. All right, so be a praying person. This is the way we multiply out those blessings that God has given us. Get that Pray ASAP app. Take that uh, prayer guide home with you. Secondly, be a going person. All right? Be a person that can go and share the gospel in places. We've got two short-term mission trips that we're putting together for next year. The first one is to New Orleans uh, during spring break week, the second week of March in 2022. And this New Orleans trip, we're going to be going to work with the North American Mission Board in New Orleans. Uh, and they're going to be doing some work with uh, those in poverty and those who are homeless. And so that group, that trip is for ages 13 and up. It's very limited in its space. We only can take 12. Uh, and so you'll hear more about that soon. The next one is an international mission trip to Vancouver, Canada. And we're going to be going to Canada the last week in July, working with the International Mission Board and a missionary there by the name of Paul. And we're going to team up with Paul, who's working around the city to reach Hindus for Christ. And one of the things we'll be doing that week with him is passing out the Gospel of Luke written in Hindi, uh, as we meet people so they can read the Bible in their own very language. So at, after the end of the service on December 12th, we'll have a mission team meeting. If you're interested in any of those trips or putting together all the final details for that, uh, you can stay after. And on the 12th, we're going to talk to you more about that. But be a person that prays. Be a person that goes. Be a giving person. Uh, Pastor Matt mentioned it. Next week's a big week in the life of our church. It's our Multiply the Mission Offering Week. And this is the first time I believe in the history of our church we've ever done this. You guys approve the plan and we're excited for that. Uh, but we are keeping no general offering next week. And so everything given the week of December 5th, whether you give it in person, you know, you put it in the gray box, you drop it off in the office, you mail it in, everything given to the general offering that week is leaving these doors. We are keeping no money that week. 25% will go to our international missionaries. 
25% are North American missionaries. 50% of that staying regional, local here. Six different organizations that we support as a church. And so this is an awesome opportunity. Parents to teach your teenagers and your children about giving. This is an awesome opportunity for us to go, God, you have blessed us and we want to extend that blessing out to others. Throughout the month of December, we'll continue to take that international mission offering that you can give to. So here's our two prayers. First, next week, I'm praying this will be the highest giving week we've had all year. That's my prayer, that God's just going to bless this, that it's going to be the highest giving we've had all year long next week, the week we're giving it all away. And then second, the international mission offering all through December, we're praying for $60,000. That's the highest goal we've had in years here. And so we're just asking, Lord, bless us so we may bless others so they may be glad in you. Now that may mean, you're, you might be thinking, okay, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, slow down. I got Christmas coming. I got a long list of things. And now you're talking about money, all right? How about doing this as a family this year? How about sitting down? We, we've done this in my family. We've been talking about this. How about saying, you know what? What if we just make a sacrifice? Do we all really need five presents? I mean, could we go with maybe three? Maybe take some of that money that we were going to spend and, and, and put it to this kind of work. Maybe you go to that friend, that coworker, or, or that family member and say, listen, I, I, don't, I don't need another shirt right now. I mean, you don't have to buy me anything. How about instead of buying me something, make a donation to one of these offerings in my name? I mean, that, that would be the kind of Christmas gift I'd want, right? And so maybe pray about this. Just ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do as a giver this Christmas season? How can I, in my giving, go and help someone else? Our, our children's ministry is involved in this. Our teenagers are involved in Multiply the Mission Week. So really, this is the week when you go home, all right? You're looking underneath the seats of the car, right? You're, I mean, you flip the couch cushions, right? Anything you kind of find, you just scoop that up and bring it next week. And we're going to say, Lord, bless that so that we may bless others and they be glad in you. So be a praying person, be a going person, be a giving person, be a sharing person. Right? What a wonderful time of year to tell somebody about the good news of Jesus. So that's why we have a four by four plan here. If you're new with us, we encourage you to find four people that don't follow the Lord. Pray for them, share with them. And that's all for Jesus. That's why we do this. It's all for Christ. We want to find people who don't know Jesus, pray for them, share with them, and it's all for him. You know, Coke believes there is a Coke for everyone. And they want to get a can of Coke in the hands of every person on the planet. You know, the Bible says it this way. There is one Savior for everyone. And whoever calls on his name shall be saved. This morning, let's be about taking that one person's name out to as many people as we can and said, this is the one person who can save you from your sin. Let's pray together. Father, I just thank you this morning that you bless us so that we may bless others so that they may be glad in you. I'm going to ask you right now where you are just to ask the Lord to work on your heart and to solidify in your mind today how you can extend out the blessing 
that he's given you. Evaluate just for a moment your prayers, your going, your giving, your sharing. Just ask the Lord, Lord, where, where can I do a little better? Where, where can I invest my blessing in that? As someone who's been blessed, just ask the Lord, God, this week as I go out to school, as I go to my workplace, as I'm in my home, in my neighborhoods, it's, it's not a matter of whether you've called me to be a blessing, but Lord, show me how I can do that. As others are praying about that, maybe in your home today or right here in this worship center, you've not called out to the name of Jesus to be saved. And I love what the Bible says that whoever calls on his name shall be saved. It doesn't matter what you have done, uh, how long you've been away from the Lord. Today, the Bible says, can be your day of salvation. Because there's this one Savior for Jesus who's for everyone. And so maybe today, as others are praying right now where you are, you need to say, I need Jesus as the Lord and Savior of my life. And you can just pray right along with me, dear God. Today I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I'm ready to follow him, and I ask him to save me. Lord, thank you for Jesus being my Savior today. Lord, we pray for your blessings. Father, we pray that you will bless us individually. You will bless us as a church so that, Father, we may extend that blessing out to others so that they will be glad in you. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. Amen.